Welcome to Racing Girls Rock podcast presented by the Women's Motorsports Network. I'm Melinda Russell, the founder and CEO. I also founded the International Women's Motorsports Association and the Women's Motorsports Network News online magazine. Today's episode is brought to you by our official travel planner, Brittany Heisinga. Brittany specializes in Disney trips, but can book any trip anywhere you want to go from Hawaii to Houston, Alaska to Australia, or anywhere in between. Last year, she helped over 100 families plan magical vacations to Universal Studios, Disneyland and Disney World, Mount Rushmore, Las Vegas, Cabo, Hawaii, Aruba, and Iceland, to name a few. In just her first year since joining the Smart Moms Travel Group, she's won the Rising Star Award, the Top Paid Agent Award, and won a rewards trip. She hit her sales goal, joined Team Fantasyland at her agency, became a Walt Disney World pass holder and Magic Key holder, and more importantly, has made lifelong friends. You can connect to Brittany on this Instagram at travelwithzing or give her a call at 602-291-5144. Check out the show notes for more information and tell her Melinda sent you. And now it's time for this week's show. Hello, everyone. This is Melinda Russell with Women's Motorsports Network and the Racing Girls Rock podcast. And I have a very special guest today, and we're going to learn a lot about women in motorsports and the possibilities and the things that are they're able to do down the road and the exciting education they can have. And so my guest today is Miranda. She's a student at Northwood University, and we're going to hear more about Miranda, how she got interested in motorsports. But first, Miranda, would you tell us a little bit about yourself? Yeah, so I am a freshman at Northwood University. As you said, I grew up in Novi, Michigan. So for you Michigan racers, that's about an hour away from Milan Dragway. Um, so I grew up um, just racing. I was a gymnast for over 10 years. Quit that back when I was 12, became a diver. Uh, for about six years, just quit recently, and now I coach diving. So besides just racing, I do a little bit of coaching of diving, and um, it's kind of my hobby there. Um, I have a dog named Winston. He's a little spoiled brat, little garage dog, and yeah. Okay, awesome. So let's let's just start. You you know who got you interested in motorsports? Where did you get the bug for it? So I'm a third generation racer. So my grandfather was a racer, my dad, my uncle. So I just grew up being around in that all of my dad's best friends raced. And so when I was a little girl, that was what we did on our weekends is we went drag racing at Milan and down to uh, Summit Motorsports Park, which at the time was Norwalk Jagway when I was growing up. But um, yeah, and just grew up with that as a third generation and absolutely loved it and then became a gymnast for a little while and kind of stepped away from from racing and my dad sold his race car so I could be a gymnast and um after I quit that he was like you want to buy a new car again and at that time my uncle had started getting back into it and everybody kind of had started getting back into it after kind of taking a little bit of a hiatus and now we are like full swing into it um absolutely love it 
That's very cool. And you know, sometimes you have to take a break from something to realize how much you love it. Yeah. And that was kind of it. It was, I wanted to be a gymnast and you can't, they're both very expensive sports. So you couldn't do both. And so, you know, we kind of gave up on that end to be a gymnast for a while. It's a full-time job pretty much, you know? And so then, um, became a race. And then when I quit, it would, my dad, you know, was like, it's time to get a car again. It's time to just get back into the car. So he bought our 73 dash charger. And now, you know, we, it's our street cruiser that we take on the racetrack and um, have so much fun with that. And then my uncle, he owns a performance park company called Spank Racing. And he's a huge racer. We all race in the NMCA. And so we started getting into that about two years ago, we started into that, but he's been racing in that for quite a while. So, you know, it's something we all do together. And my uncle is, I, my biggest role model and inspiration in that industry. He's worked really, really hard and he, you know, has taken a lot of breaks from financial setbacks and different stuff like that, but he always finds a way to come back to it. And that kind of has always been mine until I always find a way back to it. Yeah. I, I hear that story quite often because as you said, racing is a very expensive sport mm -hmm. and yeah, I don't, I hate to even call it a hobby because most hobbies don't, costs quite as much as racing does so yeah it's you know, like a, it's like another full-time job almost in a way it's like you don't make money off of it you spend money on it right right exactly there's such a small group of people that actually can earn a living racing very. it's yeah very much so it's a very you it's, yeah. it's the olympics right so i was a gymnast and there's five people that get to be in the olympics it's like kind of those are your odds for you going to be making right. to make money in that world. Yeah, it's it's very similar to that for sure. Yeah. So you grew up in Novi, which I'm very familiar with. My sister mm -hmm. lived there for a long time. So oh, and I, okay, live in, cool. <laughs> I live in Kalamazoo, Michigan. Yeah. So we're both Michiganders. So yeah, <clears throat> excuse me. So tell me now about Northwood and, and what you're doing there and how did you, how did you learn about it? What are you learning there? Just yeah. tell me that part of your story. So I wanted to be a drag racer. When you asked Miranda, what do you want to be when you grow up? I want to be a drag racer. Well, okay, that's expensive. You can't just be a drag racer. So what are you going to do to afford drag racing? So I was actually committed to Central Michigan University. Um, I was going to be a physical therapist and due to some injuries, i that wasn't a possible thing anymore. So now it's April of last year. I'm graduating and I'm like, what the heck am I going to do? And my dad said, I heard of this, um, you know, so I started looking, I was like, you know what, if this is my sign that I'm no longer going to be a physical therapist, this is my opportunity to jump into racing. This is it. This is my sign to follow my dream. And so I applied to, um, UNO university in Northwestern Ohio and Lima and was going to join their motorsports marketing degree. Um, got in there, was going to go there. And my dad said, well, I heard of this school. It's in Michigan. And I don't know the name of it. It's super small. And he starts Googling schools and he comes upon Dork and he's like, oh, it's Northwood. And he's like, they have some automotive stuff and they're well-known in the automotive industry. Why don't you look into them? So I look into them and they immediately call me and they were like, we want you up here now. Like get up here. So I get up there and I actually end up meeting Michael Kinney, who's the chair of the program for the aftermarket and he tells me about it and I was like sold I'm in 
So the aftermarket program is very individual. It's the only program in the country. And what it is, is it studies the aftermarket parts industry. So you got heavy duty, performance, OEM aftermarket. Like we study directly in the aftermarket industry. Our professors are adjunct professors. So they are working actively in this industry while teaching us. So a lot of our experience is hands-on, one-on-one. Um, it's a very small, small school. So a lot of your teachings are very small one-on-one. You know your professor, you know your classmates. Um, and, and it's just a great program for people like me who I wanna be a racer, I wanna be in the racing industry, but I can't make money by just being a racer. So what else can I do? So this is me being in the aftermarket. And I, you know, there's so many industries within that. So I'm going to be heading into the performance side is where I want to go. Um, and hopefully that's where I want to end up. And there's going to be um, specific classes for me to take on the performance side of the aftermarket, learning from people directly in the performance side of the aftermarket. Um, so it's just a great program that allows people to be in the aftermarket industry in the performance side, but on a business end. So you can go, you know, you can go marketing, you can go sales, you can go um, ops, you know, you can, there's so much finance, wherever you want to go in that industry, you can go in there. In any of those parts, we are trained to do all of them. We are trained to go out and do sales and we are trained to go out and be marketers and finance people. And that is what is so cool about Northwood is you're getting a full rounded business degree, but specifically in one area. Yeah, I, I've, I had not heard of this program and I mm -hmm. met a couple of the ladies at the PRI show, which is how mm -hmm. I got connected to you. Yep. And um, yeah, and you know, I'm right there in Michigan. So I was, in, it was, and I'm in the motorsports field. So it was interesting that I had not been aware of this. Mm -hmm. I mean, obviously I'm not looking to go to college, but right. I do have my hand in a lot of areas. And so I really wanted to share about Northwood and what they're doing, because I think this is an amazing amazing program and uh, you know is it a four-year degree that you're going to be going for yeah so I am going for they Northwood is so cool as you said I had never heard of it either it's so small that you had never heard of it and the aftermarket kind of took a dip um just with some stuff that had gone on at the university level and so um now Professor Kenny is now in charge and so our big plan is we want to bring the aftermarket back which was why Northwood was started. And, um, you know, so that is the, the big thing right now. But yeah, I had never heard of it either. And it was, it was crazy how I came across it. So it's a four year degree. Yep, and so it's then... a four year degree. So Northwood's really cool. We offer something called a BBA MBA. So I'm currently enrolled in that program. And that means that you get your bachelor's degree in three years and you get your master's in one. Wow. So, Currently, I am a freshman in that program, but I'm kind of like a soft, you kind of like, it's weird because it's like you do, you're not technically a senior, but you are a senior, you know, you're not technically a freshman, but you're a freshman. And so the big thing is, is what's cool is you kind of do skip your freshman year per se of taking those freshman year math, science, law, 
you're jumping right into this year. I took an auto, my first semester, I was taking automotive history with Professor Kinney. So you're really kind of skipping those freshman year basics and you're mm -hmm. jumping in almost at the sophomore year level of getting right into your degree. So I will be getting my bachelor in three years and then my master's in one, but we do offer a four year. And then there's also a two year associate degree that we offer within that. Okay. Ability um, with depending what you're looking for. Right. And then once you graduate, what I heard you say is you'll have a lot of opportunities open to you because they've done such a good job of training you in so many areas. It's, yeah. it's aftermarket, but yet it could be all different kinds of jobs. And so that opens up a lot of doors. Plus, I think the fact that your, your professors probably have a lot of uh, networking, uh, know a lot of people in that industry, mm -hmm. which is going to help you find a job as well. Absolutely. So we go to a lot of trade shows. So obviously, this was our first year at PRI and um, an alumni of ours, Autumn Schwalbe, she's also a drag racer. Um, her and I were both like, we need to get Northwood at PRI. Like, they need to be there. This is a huge opportunity. We're missing not even networking for recruitment, but networking for ourselves. Right. And companies, these are companies that personally for me, I would like to work for. And I know Northwood doesn't have a lot of connections here. So we need to get Northwood here. So her and I really pushed to get Northwood at the PRI show. And it was absolutely amazing. But we do a lot of other shows as well. We go to Apex, SEMA, and we're on both sides there. We do heavy duty aftermarket week. Um, so I will be in Dallas in January um, headed to heavy duty aftermarket week. As I said, that's not even something I'm per se interested in. But I still am going to go spend a week at this show at the heavy duty side, learning about the heavy duty side at the heavy duty conference of the country. Right. So you get such a well-rounded education because you are hands-on doing these different trade shows and these different things, different connections, as said the professors. And then Northwood does something called the Northwood University International Auto Show. It is the largest outdoor auto show and it is 100% student run. So our students are working 100% with the companies. We have companies like Ferrari, we have Kia, Dodge, Ford, or Performance. Um, we have several divisions. We have an Asian division, America, so the domestic division, specialty, exotic, and then we have the aftermarket division. So we have a full division on aftermarket. And in the aftermarket division, there are a bunch of different aftermarket companies and our student captains and co-captains are the ones who are reaching out to these companies and working with them about the products they're bringing, what are these products, what talk to us about the products, teach us about our products, and then at the auto show, our students are the ones who are presenting the, mm. the public. So they are getting those relationships with companies, and I was a captain this year, um, as a freshman. So my freshman year, I jumped in and I actually worked with um, Mala Pistons. And um, so I worked within three weeks of being at school, I was working with the marketing team at Mala. So you get those direct connections mm -hmm. as soon as you get there. And this year, I am the vice chair for the auto show. So I'm kind of taking a different role and I'm kind of more in charge of all of the captains and helping them with those connections. Um, and then my chairwoman, Elise Richardson, she is 
um, the chair. So she handles a lot of other stuff too, but we work together so side by side doing all these things. And it's the first time that the chair and the vice chair are a woman um, completely run by women. So it's a completely run by women division, which is just absolutely amazing. And we're really excited to showcase that. Absolutely. Because when you think about aftermarket parts and things that people are buying and whatever, it really feels like a guy thing, doesn't it? More so Mm -hmm. because they're, you know, doing stuff to their cars and whatever. And it just amazes me when I talk to young gals like you and, and I just learned so much about the opportunities that are out there that I wasn't aware of that. I don't think a lot of people are aware of Mm -hmm. and that women are leading they're stepping up and they're being the leaders. And you know, I always say, I focus on the women. I love the men, but I focus on the women, right? Because um, we have to all work together. Obviously it's motorsports is for everybody. And you know, one of the things I try to do is let women know of any age that motorsports is not just for your husband or your boyfriend or your son it's for everybody. And you know, what, what you just shared with me about that show. Now tell me, when does that show occur? We have the show. Um, it's normally the first week of October. Um, our tentative dates as of right now are, oh gosh, they keep changing. We keep having issues with them, but as of right now, our tentative dates are, um, September 16th, 17th, that weekend. So Okay. We, um, the show will be September 16th and 17th is what it's looking like as of right now. And is it at the college or where do you have yep, it? It is called right on university, which is really cool because it brings a lot of people to our university. Um, we often try to do it on a football weekend. So there's often a football game. Sometimes it's on our homecoming weekend this year. It didn't work out for that way, but, um, a lot of times it'll be a football game. So that brings people to the show. They go to the football game, they come to the show, you know, before or after, um, but it's completely on our campus. We actually have the aftermarket lot on this, um, in the parking lot of the Sloan Family Aftermarket Building of Studies. So there's an entire building at Northland University that is dedicated to aftermarket studies. Wow, that's amazing. Yeah. So about how many professors are there that teach in that, in that unit? You know, I'm not quite sure on that but it's it's a small group you know all of them um I personally yeah honestly I don't have a number that's okay yeah um it's super small as I said I already know the chair of my program I actually went to PRI with Michael Kinney so it's really cool for me as I'm a freshman and here I already have a great relationship with the chair of the program that is huge that's something you don't find in other schools. Yeah, that's unheard of. I mean, if you were at Western, you know, which is right there in Kalamazoo, Mm -hmm. you might never meet the chair of the program. Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. And he is a huge advocate for wanting to get more women involved. So me and Autumn, we do a lot of that. Um, You know, we've been helping out a lot with that, just wanting to um, increase the amount of women involved in the program. Because for me, you, like you were saying, you hear it's a men thing or a lot of people think it is men only and it's not my dad actually had 
two girls and he has my mom. So his whole crew, his whole race car crew is my wife, his wife and two girls. That's, that's his crew, yeah. you know? So he, it, it's a hundred percent a women thing and, and we are just as important and we can do just as much as they do. Oh, a- absolutely. For sure. And, you know, I just love, <clears throat> I just love hearing what you're doing and, and everything about it. And, you know, the fact that a lot of people think that women don't know anything about cars or, you know, you always hear about the woman that goes to get her car repaired and they try to mess with her and tell her, yeah, you know, and, and it's like, you can't do that anymore. Women are educated and they're, I just read a thing where women are like the highest percentage of buying power in the home. Yeah. So whether it's green beans or a car, they're the ones choosing what they're, mm-hmm. what the family pretty much is going to buy or, or drive or eat, <clears throat> excuse me. And so, um, you know, women are so educated, they're so smart and they know a lot about things that used to just be for men. Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, I have so much to learn still. You know, I'm constantly learning at the racetrack. My boyfriend is actually building his race truck right now. And I am constantly learning from him. Like when he, he built his from the ground up. So I'm learning from the ground up, like everything under the sun, you're constantly learning, but that's how you do it is if you take the time to learn, because that way they can't say, you know, if you have the answers, they can't be, you know, they have to respect you because you know what you're talking about. And for mm-hmm. me, the advocate and the education aspect of if you don't know the answer, go find the answer. Don't just right. say, you can say, I don't know, but say, I don't know and go find it. And that is what we teach at Northwood is a huge thing is our morals and our standards are one of them is personal responsibility. And it's your conscious personal responsibility. If you don't know the answer, get up and go find it. And that is something that I have loved, you know, being at Northwood, the stuff I don't know, who do I, who do I go to, to figure out the answer? And right. I think that's a huge thing that you can't take away someone's education and the knowledge. Mm-hmm. No. And so that as a, as a woman, if you want that step up per se, that's a way to have it. If you know the answer, they can't fight you on that. Well, and part of, um, being smart about things is knowing how to find the answer, mm-hmm, knowing absolutely. where to go and what to yeah. do. And I, I, I love what you're saying because I, I was at a, a woman's, a motor women's motorsports like um, event back in August. And one of the ladies um, has a high position in Penske. And one of the things that she said was she had a position she was, you know, had her eye on and, Mm -hmm. and how she got that position was she learned, she volunteered, she did all the things it took to get the experience and the knowledge. And then when that position came open, they really couldn't say no, because she had the knowledge, she had the, you know, everything that it took and she got the job and, you know, force them so that they can't say no, because, if you're smart and you know what to do and you've, you've gotten the education, you're going to go a long ways. Absolutely. And that was for me. I'm the vice chair for this year. And I, that's my whole thing is I get to sit and learn how to run the auto show from the chair position. That's my whole 
job this year is to pretty much learn. And I am so excited for that, to learn from Elise, who's been at the school for three years. Um, our, our previous chair, Brian, we're working hand in hand with him right now and learning from him. He's just a great person, a great role model, you know? So that for me is all I'm doing right now. Like I'm like a sponge, like <laughs> learning everything I can about everything that I can, because I'm so, I mean, I'm only a freshman and here I am getting these huge opportunities. It's intimidating, but it's like, okay, now it's time to step it up and like learn and, and figure it out. And, you know, what's cool this year is I have a little bit of room to make some mistakes because I am just learning and then, you know, learn from them and hopefully next year um, become even better. Absolutely. So, so what's your favorite thing about being involved in the motorsports industry or racing or whatever? The family. It is, there is nothing like your racing family, nothing like it. And um, as I said, my uncle who I've met so many people through him that have become close friends to me now and people that I look up to in this industry that, you know, and they support me and I support them, you know, I'm there supporting them at the track and here they're supporting me off of the track. So um, the family that they, it brings, you're at the track and someone's car breaks and you see six different people from six random, you know, pits helping that one person. And I, that's something that you can't find nowadays. You can't find that give the shirt off of my back for you kind of attitude. But when you're at the racetrack, you will always find that. Oh, you need gas. Okay. I have gas. Oh, you need air for your tires here. Here's some air for your tires. I mean, it's just that community. It's like you leave another world when you're mm-hmm. speaking at the track. It's like the whole world around you. Just it's, it, it's, it's a different universe. And it it's, is. I need it, it is with today's world and where everything's kind of going to chaos to have that space that it's like, okay, none of that matters. It's like you're isolated for the weekend. You're with your people and you're just racing, having fun. It's a huge, just like safe space and just like Mm -hmm. relax, get away from reality. Right. I hear that Miranda. That's the number one answer when Mm -hmm. I ask, when I ask that. And you know, what I always say is if, if, Women's Motorsports Network closed tomorrow. If there was never another race on a racetrack anywhere, I still have my friends. I still have the people, connections I've made like you and nobody can take that away from me. And so for me, that that's about, that's everything. That's everything for why I do this because of the people that I meet. Yeah, I mean, there's nothing like that. No, there's not. So why don't you tell us, how, how would somebody find out about Northwood? I mean, I know they can Google Northwood University, I'm yeah. sure, but um, what are some, what's another way or how could they talk to somebody a little bit more about if they're interested in learning more about that program? Absolutely. So our social media, we are active on um, Facebook and, and Instagram. Um, so our social media, if you reach out to either Northwood you can reach out to the Northwood University Aftermarket Club. If you are specifically interested in the Aftermarket Club, reaching out to the Aftermarket Club Instagram, we will put you in touch. Um, I currently do not run the Instagram. I'm hoping to actually be taking over that here in January is the goal. Um, but, you know, put you in touch with people. 
who are currently at the school can talk to you a little bit more. I know I have talked to a couple kids who are interested in coming. Um, Autumn Shelby talks to a lot of people about who are interested in coming. And honestly, anywhere you go, I, we went to PRI and we met 37 different alumni from Northwood when we were right. at PRI. And so, um, you know, you might just already know someone or your, you know, uncle who works for Ford, he might know someone or he went to Northwood himself, search out to them, but um, social media wise is a huge thing. And then just following, um, if you check out our social media, you'll see features of me or Autumn or different people, students that go there and you can 100% reach out to them. Everybody is always so kind and willing to talk to you about Northwood. So, you know, if you're not willing to wanting to go really straight to admissions and you want to just get a little bit of information, um, reaching out to those social medias is a great way to do that because they're often student run and the students okay. are to talk to you. All right. Sounds good. Well, we'll put all that in the show notes too. And then yeah, absolutely. <clears throat> so people can, can reach out. Is there anything I haven't asked you about that I should have that you haven't been able to share yet about yourself or the program or motorsports in general? I don't think so. I think we've covered a lot. Yeah, we have. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I was, I was excited to meet the ladies at um, PRI because I, especially you guys are right there in Michigan, which made it even more special, but um, definitely want to help promote what Northwood is doing, promote that program. So if there's anything else that we can do on our end or yeah. I can do on my end, would yeah, love absolutely. to help out. And if you've got other gals that would want to be on the podcast or maybe we'll do a story in the magazine as well. I had talked yeah. to them about doing that. Yeah, um, absolutely. I think that would be a great idea and tell more about the program and, and what it's all about. So, so what's super cool about Northwood is we offer the aftermarket degree, but we also offer an automotive marketing degree. Oh. And the aftermarket, the automotive marketing is more um, dealerships. So do you want to run your own dealership? Here's how you run your own dealership. Here's how you run a finance department in a dealership. Here's how you run a service department in a dealership. Okay. Whole other side and the automotive and the aftermarket, we work really close together. Some of my greatest friends are in automotive and some of, you know, their greatest friends are aftermarket kids. And even in the aftermarket club, we actually have a couple of automotive meters um, because it's just, it is one big community. Right. In the aftermarket, they need each other. You can't have Ford performance without Ford. So, you know, you kind of need each other. And so we work together a lot. The auto show is completely worked together. It's a mixture of uh, finance students, marketing, aftermarket, auto, you know, we're all work together in the auto show. Um, and the whole automotive degree is a whole other side to it. Um, so you have okay. the, you also have the automotive. So if you are interested in being in the automotive world, but maybe not being on the aftermarket side, there's a whole other side for you uh, run by LG Bright. Um, and that is a great program to still be involved. Yeah. A lot of opportunity automotive wise at Northwood um, that is greater than just the aftermarket. Yeah, it sounds like it. I'm, I'm glad I got a chance to meet them and to meet you and to yeah. help, help promote this school because I think what they're doing is great. It's a great program and, a, and not just for girls, for guys too, but um, love seeing the young women that are 
you know, taking advantage of this because these are the kind of jobs that are going to be out there forever. And, you know, if COVID hit, the car dealerships are still going to be open and selling cars. You know, yeah. I mean, it's just no, one absolutely. of those things. Yeah. Yeah, I can tell you, I mean, the between the automotive and the aftermarket, our women presence is growing. We actually did a combined automotive history class this year. And I can tell you there is over 15 women wow. in class. And so that, and Adam, both aftermarket and automotive. So, um, you know, that presence is definitely there on both sides. Um, and so definitely getting someone from the, maybe the automotive side to join the podcast would be great. Cause I, as I'm not super familiar with that side and what they're learning per se, you know, a little bit, but not my interest. So, yeah. Yeah. We'll have to get somebody from that side on here and and share what they're doing. So Miranda, thank you so much. I hope you had a really good Christmas. We're recording this just a couple days after Christmas and we've got new year's coming up and then hopefully 2022 is going to be bigger and better for everybody in the motorsports industry. I hope so. I'm hoping COVID like now that it's like starting to become more regular, I'm hoping that racing really will start to pick back up. I know PRI this year was smaller than in past years and hopefully that picks back up because that's such a fun show. That whole weekend is just an absolute blast of a weekend. It is. And it's, it's a great location, the hotels, the restaurants, everything I mean, about it's all, it. It's all connected through those tunnels. Yeah. I don't know about you, but I got lost like eight times. In those <laughs> yeah. But it was, a, it was a great look. It was absolutely just wonderful yeah. to see everybody. And, and the networking that I did, I mean, I, is insane. So, Yeah, me too. I, in the past, in 2018 and 19, I had a booth there. <clears throat> which was good because we were still new and we were getting our name out. But this year I just went as a, as a, you know, um, attendee and mm-hmm. I talked, I, I can talk to so many more people yeah. by walking and, and I did my 10,000 steps each day, just at yeah. the show. So <laughs> yeah. we actually, so we had our booth there. It's our first year having our booth there. We had our project car there, which is a, huge thing um, with our aftermarket club that's going to be completely revamped. So by the time you're seeing it next year at the next PRI show, it's going to look completely different because okay. it will be completely different. But, um, you know, we were there this year with our booth and that was one of the things that we were like, we kind of took shifts like, okay, yeah. you go off and walk around and you two go off and walk around because it was just, it took us, and it took us two days to get everything and talk to everybody that we wanted to talk to and, we were able to do um, some, you know, night at night, we were going to a couple of different events. Obviously, um, I had the NMCA banquet while I was there um, for, because we raced the NMCA. So that was cool to be able to see everybody, you know, on my side of the racing world, but just even, you know, going around and talking to the different companies and you just go up and you ask them about their parts and you'll end up in a 45 minute conversation. So that's what's really cool about the whole show. It is. It is. The people you meet and the conversations you have are totally worth going to the show and all the walking that you do. Yeah. So it gave us so much inspiration for the, our auto show for this upcoming year. Good. Really exciting companies that were at PRI that are going to be coming to our auto show. I won't disclose who, but there's going to be some really cool companies that we were able to connect with that are not going to join 
our auto show. So that's going to be super cool. Very cool. Well, Miranda, thank you so much for your time today. Awesome. I'm sure you're thank off you on off on break from school. Oh, so yeah. <laughs> that's kind of nice, but um, let's stay in touch. And yes, absolutely. As, as I said, I'd love to get somebody from the other program on. Let's do a story yes. in the magazine and yes, let's, I will let's reach stay out. in touch. Yes, absolutely. I will reach out to a couple of people on there and see if anybody's interested. All right. That sounds good. Well, thank yeah. you for sharing about Northwood and um, we'll stay in touch. Yes, absolutely. Thank you. Uh-huh. Thank you for listening to the Racing Girls Rock Podcast, brought to you by the Women's Motorsports Network.